0: Store, send, receive, and exchange your and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. KQualit is open source, and you always control your own keys. And by Sweetwater Digital Asset Consulting. Connecting new money with old money since 2018. And by Change Now, a limitless crypto exchange. Cake Wallet, Sweetwater Digital, and ChangeNow are trusted and verified by the Monero community. Monero Talk is also made possible from contributions by viewers and listeners like you. And supporting us is easier than ever by typing in MoneroTalk.crypto in your Cake Wallet send address field to send us a tip. This week on Monero Talk Douglas Juman interviews Sergey Cherny, aka Sec1 a Monero developer that has made very important contributions to Monero's mining network. The two discuss Sergey's most recent breakthrough contribution, the development of P2Pool, Monero's first decentralized mining pool that lets miners team up to mine together without taking any fees and without yielding a centralized pool operator their vote in the network, thus allowing for pools that can grow large without fear of a 51% attack on the network. The two also discuss how Sergey came about finding and working for Monero, Random X, and what areas in Monero need more improvement. Please consider donating to Sergey for his development work. His address is posted in the show notes. Please also consider donating to Doug's CCS proposal so Doug can transition to working full time on helping Monero grow. Monero Talk starts.
1: Right, sergey thanks for coming on man yeah am i pronouncing it correctly Is it- uh, it's sergey sergey i'm sorry yeah. I-, I should know that i uh i have eastern <laughs> yeah, eastern european uh, 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 some eastern uh, european roots and yeah. associations uh, sergey so where are you where are you calling in from if you don't if you don't mind telling us so you don't have to
2: uh i'm from russia
1: yeah okay yeah so cool man and uh i, I was asking you off there I, I guess we, we never met before right we never we never met at a monero event or anything like no that. i've
2: never been to monero events like i don't go out to public
1: okay so, so this is exciting this is exciting for me <laughs> i imagine it's exciting for for you in the community uh you know we've certainly yeah. seen your name around quite a bit um as a, as a developer, mainly working on things related to, to mining. Is that correct?
2: Or yes, it's correct. Ever since I joined uh, Monero Developments, I worked on mining-related uh, problems, starting with kryptonite uh, modifications back in 2018, and all the way to RandomX and then XMRig, and now peer-to-peer pool.
1: Yeah, that's why I brought you on today. I, I saw that that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, very exciting that, that you did that.
2: Yeah, I've been working on it for actually four months. So uh, I didn't want to tease uh, the community because I wasn't sure it, it was possible to do it all. So uh, first I wanted to make sure that it works. Then I announced it's
1: Very cool, man. That's uh, very Russian of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, awesome! I'm just excited that you're on. Uh, you know, it's it's always exciting to talk to uh, a new. Well, you're not a new person in Monero, but a, a new no. face to put up to put a face to somebody who uh, the Monero community should know about. Obviously, a lot of people like to stay anonymous. So very cool that, that you're that you're coming out and you're coming out yeah. on the show over here. Um, so, how did you get? Before we get into the, you know, P2 pool. Um, can we talk a little bit about your background, like how you got into Monero? And you know, oh, yeah, that's
2: that's an interesting story. So I've been uh, not very interested in crypto like for years. I heard of it like in 2011 about Bitcoin. Well, I thought it was interesting at the time, but I wasn't really pulled into it. But uh, fast forward to early 2017, like in January, so I was running my um, distributed computation project boring uh, boeing if you know if you follow it so it it's like distributed computing and some uh altcoin team contacted me they wanted to use my project for their altcoin, or whatever i don't remember details so i need, they needed to set up something on my site so i did it and yeah that's how, that was the first thing. Next,
1: what, what was the project that you're working on? I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't really it, was,
2: uh, it was, it wasn't related to crypto. It was like distributed computation projects. And yeah, they contacted me, I set up what they asked for. Uh, yeah, that's when I started uh, digging into crypto more. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think it was April, 2017. I bought a new computer, all new in China. It was uh, right when AMD Ryzen released, I think. Yeah. So I started looking into what took do with crypto with it, so what I could mine. I quickly found that Bitcoin was not an option. <laughs> uh, so I uh, googled, like, what you can mine with CPU, and that's how I found Monero. So I uh, actually got into Monero for mining at first, then I learned more about it, and yeah, it appealed to me. It was like a very solid crypto from my point of view, so I stayed. Yeah, that's how I got into Monero.
1: <laughs> what, why were you most interested in, in the mining aspects from the get-go? Is it you, just because you just wanted to get your hands on some crypto? You wanted to? Yeah, no, I didn't want.
2: I was just uh, distributed applications and computing always like, fascinated me. So mining was resonating with what I was interested in. So it was like a hobby for me at the time.
1: Very cool, man. Very cool. So uh, I guess uh, we could continue to talk about Monero generally before we get into P2Pool p or P2Pool. What would you say, because I I was thinking of this as as I was uh, kind of doing a little research about you, what would you say are some of uh, Monero's or what you potentially see as things that can be improved in Monero with regards to its decentralization? And, and you know, obviously you developed P2 pool, which I think is kind of a big breakthrough in, in furthering the decentralized nature of Monero in terms of uh, how it's mined uh, with regards to pools. But are there other things that kind of crossed your mind or that you think about uh, as that, that are areas that possibly need improvement or things that you think that you yourself may want to work on? Well,
2: um, yeah, as I wrote on Reddit in my post, uh, the exchanges are a central centralization point in Monero, but I have a high hopes for atomic swaps that they will take off for the next year. So it will be less of a problem and mining was centralized, or well, it still is centralized in a few major pools. So that's a big problem from my point of view. because you literally have like four or five people who control, or like uh, quad control uh, uh, 70% of Monero hash rate. <laughs> so they run these pools. Uh, I'm not saying that they're bad, they're all nice people, I talk to them. On RSC, but they can be, um, yeah, pressured to uh, use this in a the way, so to say, yeah, and theoretically, yeah, it can, it's possible. Yeah, so, so,
1: so let's get into that. Let's get into the meat of it. Yeah. So that, that was the problem you were essentially trying to solve with that, right? Is, yeah. Uh, make it make it a more just uh, distri- dist- Distributed, so so people can yeah. mine in a pool um, and benefit from the fact that when you mine in a pool, you get consistent rewards as opposed to solo mining, where you have to wait to to potentially if ever actually land a block, right? Uh, so you get that benefit, yeah. but without the the negative consequences of of centralizing uh, all the mining hash power to whoever controls the pool. Is that is that essentially what the problem was that you were trying to? set up yeah, the South? Yeah, the original idea of
2: mining or proof of work was that everyone runs their own node and everyone mines on their own node but it quickly became a lottery, like I say because it's too hard. It's only 720 blocks every day that, that are mined and we have like 57,000 miners on the network now. So average miner has very little change to find a block. So that's a problem with all solar mining. And pools solve it, but at the cost of centralization. And, yeah, I was thinking about peer-to-peer pool for a while, but I wasn't sure it was possible to do. I, I know it was done for Bitcoin in the early years, but it didn't take off there because of ASICs, in my opinion. Is because it- of Bitcoin.
1: So it was done on Bitcoin at one point, and then it just never took off. It was it
2: was done like where or like a few years after Bitcoin was released. So it, it probably I don't know exact date, but it was released shortly after the other pools for Bitcoin were created. But okay. it was it it was never a big part of Bitcoin hash rates.
1: So why is it that you, thought, you know, think it never? Uh, I think it's
2: because uh, big ASIC farms, they don't really need peer to peer pool. They just uh, either mine solo or mine on uh, one of a few big pools.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. So in Monero, it, it appears to be taking off already, right? To a degree? Yeah, we have,
2: uh, let me check, we have what, 25 active miners right now. And thirty-six uh, hashes. so it's more than one percent of net hash rate right
1: now. Yeah, that's amazing. And,
2: uh, even taking into account that people still have to compile Monero, compile peer-to-peer pool from source, set up everything themselves, so it's not even in—it's uh, not even released yet. So it's uh, actually in beta testing phase still.
1: And it's already at at a one percent. You said.
2: It's a bit more than 1%, yes. Oh, wow. Okay,
1: that's yeah. exciting. Um, so what do you think? How, how how much do you think this is going to grow? What's their well, grasp? I
2: don't I don't know. I think when uh, we release the binaries or official binaries, more people will join. I think it can grow up to 1-200 megahashes, mega so like 5-10% of one error hash rate. But I don't want to grow it uh, more because it will be hard for small miners to uh, find uh, pool shares if it grows too much. But, uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's possible to spawn more than one peer-to-peer pool. Mm -hmm. So right now we just run one, uh, it's called share chain, it's a blockchain that it runs on but it's possible to spawn more than one. Uh, and the second one, for example, can be for smaller miners and have smaller hash rate, overall hash rate.
1: But you wouldn't want any one version of this uh, to grow too large is what you're saying, because if it starts to- be... Well,
2: it's uh, not a problem if it grows too large because every miner runs their own node and uh, they can't control other miners' hash rates. So it's not a problem if it even grows more than 50% because no one controls it.
1: Right, but for the purposes of-, of For the pur- if it
2: grows so much, yeah, small miners, they will be uh, having a lottery again, but not at uh, this scale, a smaller scale, but still be a lottery.
1: Mm. So. So, then, so then I guess, like you're saying, so then probably the most likely scenario is there'll be a multiple versions of this. Competing P2 pools? Yeah, um,
2: there will be probably multiple P2 pools when the burners are available and some guides are written to how to do it. It's not actually hard to do.
1: Now, so was it, was it kind of uh, unique in, in what you needed to do here versus what was done in Bitcoin when they did it in Bitcoin or was it essentially? Well,
2: I, I checked Bitcoin's implementation. Uh, first, it was made in Python, so i uh, not very familiar with Python. and uh, I took a quick look at their code, uh, realized I couldn't just use it, so I had to write everything from scratch. Yeah, And there are a lot of differences between Bitcoin API and Monero API. I mean, there are no API so it had to be done from scratch
1: mm-hmm. but the overall uh, architecture or not architecture but the overall concept is the same the, in terms of what the concepts that are used behind it to make it work yes
2: so overall concept is the same so mm-hmm. miners mine on peer to peer pool blockchain which has lower difficulties so they find more blocks uh many more blocks than when they do solo mining. So currently, uh, peer-to-peer difficulty is like, yeah, 1,000 times less than Monero difficulty. So they find they have 1,000 more chances in the lottery, so let's say.
1: So explain that to me a little bit more. So they're, they're mining uh, essentially a separate blockchain?
2: Yes, it's a, it's a, a, it's mine. built on a blockchain and they mine on a separate blockchain but when they find a block on this blockchain it's also checked against Monero network and it's compatible with Monero network so it can be submitted to Monero node when it has enough uh, proof of work. So mm-hmm. that's how it works.
1: Very cool. So it's just
2: like, uh, it's also called merge mining
1: if, merge mining. if I'm, Right. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. And there's there's no fees, right? Is that correct?
2: uh yes uh bitcoin pool it has fees uh, but i decided not to include fees because um, i don't think it's uh morally c- correct uh, it's against the point of peer-to-peer pool that everyone mine- mines for themselves so i'm actually not running any servers to support it except my uh, own node that runs peer-to-peer pool so i'm not sure what to collect fee for <laughs>
1: Awesome, man! You're, you're 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 such a true uh, Monero guy. You you seem uh, yeah. very well aligned with
2: the IT. I still I still have my donation address there, but yeah, yeah that's about it.
1: Yeah, we sh- we'll put that in the show notes for you. Um, yeah, anybody that's that's listening, watching this, uh, send this guy a donation. Uh, well, well deserved. Uh, very cool that you you know you set out. You did this on your own uh, without funding, right? You just you just. Took it upon yourself. Yeah,
2: I didn't like, was want to ask for funding because, like I said, I wasn't sure it was possible to do.
1: Right. Yeah. You just you just showed up. So three- I, I,
2: I didn't want to give promises and tease people, and then didn't, and then I wouldn't deliver. It would be bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but so uh, appreciate you for that, and now it's the community's turn to you know thro- throw you throw you some tips for for your work. <laughs> yeah. Would it would it ever make sense? And obviously, I'm I'm sure there's there's probably re, you know potentially reasons why it would uh, to do something like a fee, but maybe have that fee go to uh, a donation, um, a general donation address for Monero development. So essentially, uh, collecting donations for further Monero development. And I don't know, you know, uh,
2: I, I'm not sure it's it makes sense because. Have n't heard uh, that some today um, not uh, crowdfunding requests were not filled. I think uh, everything it it's not a problem with Monero right now. All crowdfunding requests are quickly filled, as far as right. I know.
1: Okay, uh, but I guess apart from that, you know, because we're always talking about new ways of funding. Obviously, other coins have more centralized approaches. Just wondering if it would ever, if you think in your mind, if it would ever make sense to have something like what you created, but where there is a fee, and perhaps that fee goes towards funding further development for Monero. Just creates a pool of money that I don't know that may, that maybe the miners collectively decide what to do with it in terms of. I get, I I could see, uh, I could see mm, you're thinking uh, no.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm thinking no. <laughs> I think uh, current oh, system with the donations works reasonably well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What? What? Why? Why is that? I'm just tr- just so for those listening, so to hear kind of the logic and yeah. And
2: uh, also, uh, if may- maybe people don't know, but in Monero Node you can start mining to donation address. I think uh, there's such an option. Mm-hmm. So people can donate by mining, but uh, yes, it's actually. Uh, it's also it's also possible to uh, peer-to-peer pool. You can just enter donation addressing mine to it if you want.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that's already being done effectively in some some way. Yeah. In terms of uh, comparing, you know, the current methods, so you can you can solo mine, you can use a traditional pool, and now you can use the P2 pool. Um, so, obviously, it it doesn't seem, it seems like a no-brainer as to why you would use... There's really no reason to mine any other way. Uh, well,
2: what, uh, there are some downsides. downsides.
1: Or, yeah, what would you say the drawbacks are? Is it just ease, ease of use, or are there uh, Drawbacks
2: are? is that you have to run Monero nodes, which comes with, this, uh, with requirements like a lots of disk space and uh, internet bandwidth. So, it's not an option for everyone.
1: So the easiest way to mine, obviously, is just a pool, right? And you uh, join a traditional pool. Uh, this requires a, a few more steps and... Yeah, you have to
2: set up one error node and pizza pool pool node. Yeah, those two nodes, and then you can just start mining.
1: Do you anticipate those things getting easier, more user-friendly perhaps as well?
2: Yeah. It will be much easier after release. So people will just have binaries they can download and some command line examples or guides how to set up. So it won't be much harder than just uh, mining with XmRig.
1: Very cool, man. And so are you thinking of uh, additional ideas beyond this? Or what else are you thinking about? Well, I'm thinking about...
2: uh, making an interface for pools to mine to peer to pool. So so currently, uh, regular pools, they mine to Monero nodes. Essentially, they solo mine, but with the combined hash rate of their miners. And I'm thinking about uh, making an interface for pools to mine to peer to pool node instead of Monero node, if you understand what I mean.
1: Yeah, if you say it again, it's just... It's just uh, <laughs> up so
2: it's, it's actually, it's more for smaller pools uh, because they don't get blocks so often. And they could mine to P2 pool instead and pay their miners.
1: Yeah, so, so a smaller pool would just join the PT, P2 pool. Uh, to
2: get more uh, regular payouts and pay their miners more
1: regularly. And you would create a kind of a more user... Yeah, but it's...
2: Yeah, just thinking about it, it's not compatible with Monero Node APIs right now, so it will be a lot of work, I think. <laughs> yeah,
1: is that something you think you're gonna try to work on? Uh,
2: eventually, yeah. I don't have much time right now because okay. I worked on pool on my vacation. Actually, <laughs> spent four weeks coding because I couldn't. Uh, go anywhere because of you know what yes uh yeah current situation in the world so uh, i just didn't want to sit at home and don't do anything and uh, by by the time my vacation started i had everything in my mind how it would work so i just had to sit and start coding yeah so that's what i did
1: so do you 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 have like a a non-crypto day job is that is that uh Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Any thoughts in getting more involved in crypto and in Monero in particular? Kind of oh, your- I
2: can't think of how I can get more involved if I'm already like uh, all the free time
1: is <laughs> spent on Monero. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Would you? Would you ever do uh, proposals to the community? Try to, to try to gain. Funding beforehand before you, you
2: do. Um, no, I never never did uh, funding proposals before. Not, say- pl- not, not planning to do them because okay. I also do coding work for XMREK, so I get payments from XMREK too. So I don't think it's it's um, no, it doesn't make sense to also ask for Monero funding because I, I don't really need it. Okay.
1: For yeah. what were you saying for X- Xm XMRig? You do work. Yes, for-
2: uh yes, I also one of two XMRig programmers.
1: And so were you one you were one of the original creators of that as well?
2: No, I joined XMRig back in twenty eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um
1: what what type of work is involved there with XMRig? rig uh,
2: from my side it's mostly Implementing new algorithms, optimizing everything, making it run faster. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, where do you see that going? What's kind of the future of XM XM Rig?
2: I'm not sure. It's <laughs> it's it just uh, currently it's it's uh, in the state that it just works. Okay. So uh, uh, We support. Uh, a smooth operation for miners. It's it's more like a support uh, right now than just implementing new stuff. Yeah, but sometimes we have to implement new stuff. Like uh, last time in June when uh, Volnera forked uh, to the new mining modes when they have to sign uh, block templates. They got rid of pool mining actually. So they solved pool mining problem the other way around. They just disabled it, and it evolved a lot of things to to an XMRig. To and that's how I got into internals of how Monero code works when mining on Monero nodes. And that's when actually I found out how to do peer-to-peer pool. So I, there were a few missing parts that I didn't know how they work, and then I knew. Um, Yeah, that's when I started working on Mm Bitcoin.
1: What do you think of Monero compared to other cryptos in terms of how it's mined? uh, You know, RandomX, this idea of yeah, you know,
2: it's it's one of the easiest coins to mine for like regular people who don't have big GPU farms or ASIC farms. They just need their uh, computer or even laptop download software, start mining. It's the easiest coin to mine, in my opinion.
1: Do you think it's gonna maintain that status?
2: Yeah, it should maintain that uh, because uh, I literally got into Monero because of mining, because of how easy it was. and We get constant trickle of people joining Monero uh, from mining. And once in a while, we'll get people like me joining so it will benefits Monero.
1: I often I've asked this question before. I guess it's probably a silly question, but it uh, it gets some some people thinking, or hopefully gets you thinking a little bit. Um, you know, wh- what do you see as the future of what devices will see mining Monero? So we, you know we have RandomX. We seem to be. Uh, Continually trending towards being one CPU, one vote on the on the network in terms of mining. Do you think we get to the point where you know uh, phones are are actively? I know I know technically you already can, but where it's you know happening in a very real way, where um, phones are mining Monero, or your refrigerator <laughs> is mining Monero. Um, what, where do you see this going, or is it just going to con- kind of maintain? its... Um.
2: I don't think phones will be used uh, in the foreseeable future for mining mm-hmm. because they are just not designed to do it. People try, people burn their phones because they overheat. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's not a, it's a good way to destroy your phone. Yeah, but technically, yeah, they can mine on most modern phones.
1: Mm-hmm. So it will just be continue. people just continue to mine on their kind of traditional CPUs, is that? Yes, uh, just
2: traditional computers and laptops for, for the next few years. But uh, what happens after that, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's what I want to know. That's <laughs> what I'm to find. Come on, you're, you're the genius in the, in the yeah, room. But, yeah,
2: but RandomX is a solid algorithm which will stay for a while. Right. Maybe it will be tweaked in a few years uh, to better match uh, CPUs that will be released uh, at that time.
1: You're saying some tweaking, potential tweaking the random Well, a
2: few years uh, down the road.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Because CPUs also evolve, and uh, it was a perfect match for CPUs that were in, released in 2019, like uh, Ryzen CPUs, but they also, they get more cache, more cores, I think randomx will need some tweaking in a few years.
1: Do you see that as a potential centralization issue? I mean, that's, you know, what people would say that uh, would argue against... Yeah, it's
2: more a centralization of development. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the actual mining is not centralized, except for pools. Yeah. Right. Other, otherwise, it's decentralized. So everyone around the world can mine Monero without much issues.
1: Right, do you see that as a real issue of centralization of development? Do you think that's a a real problem, or is that something that's
2: Well, I don't see how it can be done decentralized. Uh, we already have a lot of contributors from around the world who can submit pull requests to Monero repository. So uh, anyone can take part in it. We just have a few developers that are most active, and people call it centralized. But it's just how things work. One or two people always are more active.
1: And do you think eventually Monero gets to the point where it's, you know, proof of proof of work uh, never changes?
2: Well, eventually, when it grows, uh, yeah, it will be very hard to do such changes because of the size of ecosystem. It was easy to do in 2019 when we worked to RandomX because it wasn't that big. But uh, with time, it will be hard to do.
1: Yeah. And then ultimately, do you see some some form of ASIC taking over? Um, whatever whatever that may look like, but eventually d- there being
2: I don't think so. I see in time uh, newer CPUs will be faster than older, as usual. They uh, the They were designed to make ASIC uh, be similar to CPU, so they won't have much advantage. Advantage, it will always be possible to mine CPUs, especially uh, considering how Intel and AMD they are releasing uh, new or faster CPUs like every year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they're they took a good pace, not like the last decade when Intel was releasing the same CPU over and over again. So I don't think uh, ASICS will be an issue in the next few years at least.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah, RandomX has been running for almost two years now. It was released in uh, November 2019. So yeah, almost two years now.
1: Yeah, what's what's your opinion of it in terms of it's success i mean for, from my vantage point it looks like it's been quite successful but i, I don't understand that the technicals too well, well what's your, what's your take there
2: well In terms I of was
1: what it was intending to do and whether or not it's you know working as intended and
2: well it is working as intended uh, because we don't see don't know about any asics and i monitor uh, the network from time to time uh, do some analysis and I don't see any signs of six
1: and there's is, this very healthy growth rate in, in the hashing power correct
2: uh, yeah it grows steadily without any uh, huge spice like, like we saw with Kryptonite when a6 uh, appeared we had a huge like doubling. Hash rate in a short time span. I don't see anything like this with a random X. And it's more stable than uh, other coins. For example, when China planned mining for 10th time last, no, this year, it was this year, mm-hmm. and the miners started moving, Bitcoin hash rate uh, dropped like 30%, and Monero hash rate stayed the same. <laughs> that says a lot about uh distribution of miners that are more dis- decentralized than w- in bitcoin
1: yeah, so I uh, so overall I mean do you think Monero's mining network is or has the potential to become more robust than bitcoins? obviously, Bitcoin has a much larger it's g-
2: uh, it's more it's more robust because there are no huge mining farms in Monero. Mm -hmm. Uh, which operate only on profits, uh, so they don't shut down when some government of the country they operate in says to shut down. Uh, It's mostly small scale miners who do this, not exactly for profit, but for other reasons. For example, they they can get uh, KYC free Monero by mining, it's a real option.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you think Monero's kind of already at that point then where it's perhaps uh, more unstoppable in terms of its mining than something like Bitcoin? I mean, because that, that's obviously, you know, the big question, right? You know,
2: uh, yeah, it, it certainly is more unstoppable because, yeah, and we have to talk about this uh, uh, mining botnets. Uh, there are a considerable part of Monero network, like 10, 20 percent. At least, and they are constantly uh, fighting with antivirus companies and uh, software manufacturers to stay alive, so to say. So they're already under attack constantly, and they keep mining as far as I can tell. <laughs> so it's very hard to stop Monero network because of that, at least. And also because of all other small miners who just either don't care about price or don't pay for electricity. They, they'll they just keep mining.
1: Yeah, do you, do you see that as a negative at all, the, the botnets and the mining yeah, uh,
2: It's a negative for people who get infected, obviously, but for the network, it's uh, I think it's more, from my point of view, it's more neuter, neutral for the network. Yeah, it's, it's a hash power which just mines and it doesn't try to attack.
1: And you said that's about 20% of the network, you think?
2: Yeah, by my estimations, mm. 10, 10, 20%. Because we just don't know who is mining. We can tell because there are no huge mining farms in Monero.
1: Right. And I mean, these are this is all, I guess, uh, assumptions, but do you think that 20% is mostly controlled by, you know, one large entity that... Uh, no,
2: I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen huge botnets. Uh, this this 20% are more like th- thousands of small uh, botnets and a few larger ones.
1: You think that's going to continue to grow, uh, the, the percentage? Uh, no, I think
2: they're all already capped at maximum capacity because it's been wow. two years since RandomX released. Mm-hmm. And all systems they could have infected, they already did. So they're already mining at capacity, I think.
1: Oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. So when when
2: Monero mon- network grows, it will be growing not because of botnets, uh, but because of more people starting mining.
1: And you're saying that's because the botnets have already infected anyone that they already could in terms yes, of? Yes,
2: it's, uh, it's constant. Battle between the uh, antiviruses and uh, botnets and uh, it's uh, uh, like an equilibrium between who finds uh unprotected system first and starts mining on it because all unprotected systems on the internet they're already infected and probably mining Monero <laughs> right now yeah so I don't think uh, botnet hash rate will grow at all
1: okay from, from, from,
2: from where it is now
1: very interesting. Yep, botnets, ransomware, the dark markets. I mean, Monero's got a lot of uh, you know controversial uh, aspects to it. All of which you know I think are indicative of of the fact that it works as intended. I mean, it's unfortunate that they come with negative consequences. What's What's your take on that? Do You have thoughts on that?
2: Uh, yes, uh, I think it's uh, not. Monero to solve this problem, it's more for law enforcement and antivirus companies to and for end users to secure their systems to update regularly, use the viruses to be better protected. Uh, because if it, if there was no Monero, their systems would still be hacked and used for other uh, malicious things like ransomware or DDoS attacks uh anything else mm-hmm. it's just monero is the easiest option to start to mm-hmm. exploit the hacked systems
1: right if anything it's accelerating uh the, the yeah, new- it's like a, an
2: incentive for hackers to hack more systems and for everyone else to protect them better
1: right right interesting yeah
2: but in uh, at the end of the day it's up to end users to and law enforcement to actually fight uh, hackers.
1: Are you concerned at all about, you know, the state entities coming after Monero, clamping down on Monero? You mentioned you're in Russia. I don't know know what, you know, the the talk is like there on on the streets in terms of-
2: Well, I'm I'm not in Russia, I'm in Sweden.
1: Oh, you're in Sweden, okay, you're from Yeah. But yeah, just in general, are, you, are any concerns of how, how states may may react start reacting to Monero? Uh,
2: well, ho- honestly, I don't think Monero is uh, big enough for states to be really concerned. They they do have some bounties, like uh, IRS bounty, but uh, the size of those bounties just says how much they care. It's more like uh, Monero needs to grow 10, th- ten times bigger before. Before they start even uh, speaking about it seriously, and I don't think it will be banned. Uh, it's it was it's in the same state as Bitcoin it was like seven years ago, mm-hmm. when everyone uh, said it was it's for criminals. The criminals use it. It will be banned, and so on. Yeah, it's just a common saying about crypto f- uh, from people who, who are not into crypto.
1: Right. Right. I guess a little yes. diff- different than the, the Bitcoin scenario, though, because I mean, uh, it's a little, a little more unstoppable. Right. So I mean, uh,
2: yeah, it came it came later. So it's uh, better designed from the start. Right. To be more resilient to all sorts of attacks.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, it's just designed to work. And uh, yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, because like with you know the ransomware, obviously that's that's becoming a, a big issue because we're seeing uh, it being used in in very eff- unfortunately effective ways. Um, yeah, I think, structure. I, think,
2: I think criminals just use it because it's, uh, it does what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it's basically just a tool. Monero is not better by itself; it's just a tool that's used. And yeah, criminals must be in jail, but uh, I don't think it justifies bu- banning Monero just for this reason. Okay,
1: yeah, no, it certainly does it, But uh, I guess what I'm saying is, perhaps states may start taking a look at it before Monero even gets much larger, just because it seems to already be in the spotlight. You know for yeah. Yeah. But providing those, uh, abil- those use cases.
2: But uh, even if some state tries to ban Monero, just other states will not do it because they're not all on the same page. Uh, there are different governments around the world. Some don't care. Some uh, don't think, uh, even don't know about Monero. It, it will always be like, Half of the countries will not ban it. The other half, if they try, it won't work. It will just uh, push it underground, but it will still be used.
1: So, you're from uh, Russia? Right,
2: is- Go ahead. Yes. Uh, yeah, what I wanted to say is the same as it was with BitTorrent, uh, with uh, file sharing protocol. Yeah. Uh, it was in late 90s when file sharing websites. They pop up, pop up. Uh, they were eventually banned. Uh, but then as a response, BitTorrent created and it was peer to peer network. It still is. Mm-hmm. And it still goes strong despite many governments trying to ban it. Yeah. So it's not, it's not easy to stop a decentralized network because uh, there's no single door you can knock on and say,
1: stop it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the way it was effectively stopped is uh, companies just had to make uh, be more user friendly than than the yeah. networks that offered it for free. So it's like I might as well I rather pay. Yeah. For a month Bit, Bit- BitTorrent network
2: wasn't stopped. It's a good nice tool to use even right now to distribute, for example, Linux uh, right. Linux distributions. They can be downloaded via torrents. Right. And uh, the way it was uh, not stopped but uh, coexists with current uh, film industry is just they give much, much better options to just pay and one click, pay and watch whatever you want.
1: Right. It's like I might as well just so watch that. They, ju- they just made it
2: easier to, uh, to do it legally than just downloading from sketchy websites.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so, I
2: think, uh, I think, uh, this is also the reason, uh, Monero will not be banned because it's just a tool that works and uh, there must be other workarounds to, for, uh, yeah, to criminal activities. Mm-hmm.
1: Are there other cryptos that you're interested in?
2: Um, not really. All right. Good. Yeah. I, I yeah. I, I read news. I, uh, to keep an eye on other cryptos, but uh, no, not really interested mm-hmm. because most of uh, newer cryptos are DeFi, decentralized finance, and yeah, so it's mostly for making money and number go up. I don't see a huge idea behind them, so not so appealing to me.
1: What why do you think we're You know, I ask this question all the time. Uh, Why do you think there's this disconnect between what Monero actually offers and the utility provides versus what it's currently being valued at by the market? Uh,
2: Because the market is not interested. Market is interested in making money uh, from numbers go up, narrative. So they find some new shiny projects. uh, They... Feed on them, and they. they two weeks later, they forget about them, and Monero is yeah. Like I said, it has utility. It's used, uh, and it can be used at any price. It just it works no matter what price it is. Mm. So there are not many speculators in Monero, and that's why price is not so exciting to watch.
1: Yeah. But lo- long run, do you do you kind of see the cream rising to the top as? You know?
2: uh, yes, uh, eventually, uh, in the long run, uh, uh, the use of monero will grow, and the more people need it, the more will be the demand, and it, it should naturally just grow in price uh, so when more people start using it.
1: You ever think we see a country adopted as legal tender like we saw with uh, el salvador and bitcoin i know they're already talking about um, they adopting other or cryptos in general as as legal tender there's been been talk of that in el salvador but do you ever see uh, yeah monero uh being adopted somewhere as legal tender
2: mm, don't think so maybe in the five years an optimistic scenario when people re- realize that bitcoin can be can't be used uh, safely by people when they expose all the finances to everyone uh but I think El Salvador they did uh custodial wallet mm-hmm. so people can't see each other finances but government can see everything and can block everything, which is frightening for me but yeah. Yeah. When people st- start using their own wallets and start realizing that everyone can see their bank account, so say it, they will start looking for something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. Any opinions on Lightning Network?
2: Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, technic- from technical point of view, it's a very nice solution, but... It also has some limits for capacity, because if you try to onboard one million people, it's two million transactions on Bitcoin chain. So it will still be slow. So and it will still end up like in El Salvador when they have one or two lightning nodes that use custodial wallets for everyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it just can't work the other way with so many people.
1: Right, so not, not scalable in terms of onboarding. Yes. Long run, do you, do you see Monero having something like a Lightning network built on top of it? Or some other sector?
2: Uh, not sure. Long run, it should be possible. But right now, I think it's not possible because Monero lacks some um, time lock transactions. I don't remember the exact details, how it's called. But yeah, it's sure it's possible on Monero too. Maybe uh, it will require hard work to support. Yeah, but it's possible to do.
1: So I kind of asked you at this on the outset, but I'm going to ask you again if you don't mind. So, like uh, in general, when you, when you look at Monero, um, what do you see as you know p- perhaps its current weak points in terms of its decentralization, things that need improving? You obviously made a huge improvement with regards with the P2 pool. Anything else overall in terms of the ecosystem where you think um, improvement can be made that would make it more unstoppable, more decentralized, more censorship resistant, more digital cash-like?
2: Well, we need, uh, I think, better point-of-sale applications for businesses so they can start using Monero. I haven't heard uh, about, well, I heard about one or two, but I uh, haven't heard about many businesses adopting it. So we need better uh, user experience for businesses in the first place. Okay. So you, so you can actually spend Monero instead of selling it first mm-hmm. and then spending.
1: Yeah, so I saw one talked about recently on Reddit um, by Ch- Change Now or Now Payments. Uh, is launched one. It looked like and I know there, there's others, uh, but so in terms of the protocol, you're. It seems like you're, you're pretty satisfied in terms of it currently working as digital cash. It's more so this now this need to create user friendly uh, tools for people to to use it. Merchants. Yes. Yeah. Things like that. All right. Definitely agree there. What is uh, so? You said you were you're from Russia. You're not currently there. Do you have any uh, idea of what the crypto scene is currently like in Russia, especially with regards to Monero? Any insights there?
2: Oh, I have no idea.
1: Okay, don't don't want to get you in trouble on the, you know.
2: <laughs> no, I, I actually I don't know what's crypto in in Russia right now. I read some Russian forums, but they. Don't talk about Monero much. Maybe I read through on forums. But I'm mostly reading read so English-speaking forums.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I was curious if there's, um, you know, a large Monero scene in Russia. No, I
2: haven't heard about it. I think that they're all mostly also on the English-speaking side of the Internet.
1: Okay. Uh, once again, thank you for coming on, man. I greatly appreciate the work you've done. Um, thanks for showing your face on this show. I'm sure the community is going to be excited to, to hear from you. Is there anything else you want to bring up?
2: No, nothing.
1: All right, very cool, man. Uh, maybe in the future you'll jump on again. I would, I would, I would love for that to happen. Is there? Um, where, where can people, I guess, continue to follow you? And, learn more about the projects you're working on? Yeah,
2: maybe if there's an interesting topic to discuss, or maybe I'll have some updates. Okay. Yeah.
1: And for in terms of the community, where's the where's the best place for them to, to follow you? Just on Reddit? And...
2: Uh, well, I'm only on Reddit. Yeah, I'm active on Reddit and IRC. Mostly. Yeah. All right. I don't don't have Twitter, so I never had to Twitter. I think it's just a waste of time to respond to thousands of people.
1: No, you're you're actually doing the work, you know. Where you're not out there, uh, you know, bullshitting on Twitter. You're actually yeah awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on. Um, and yeah, we'll reach out to you again at some point when you once again release something surprise the community (laughs) yeah
2: not in not in the foreseeable official i am concentrating on releasing the pizza pool yeah because it's not done yet it's in pizza testing i still need to release a final version Uh, maybe someone will make some guides how to use it
1: yes i saw seth posted one recently yeah
2: he already posted one but it's complicated because yeah because it's not on the release date yet, right? We need to, sim- we need to simplify things.
1: Okay, what, when, uh, what's potential timeline there with the one we'll, well,
2: first we need wallet support because peer to P two P payouts they use uh, transaction format that current wallets they don't support fully. So we fixed it in latest error release. I think one of mobile wallets already supports it, but as far as I know, wallet still hasn't updated. So when they update, it will be a good time to release. Yeah. Because if pe- people start mining and don't see payouts, they will freak out.
1: <laughs> if they what? And they don't if see
2: they If we, people start mining Peter Pool and they don't see payouts in their wallet, they will freak out, but it's only because wallet doesn't support it yet. Got it. Got it.
1: And that's up to so the the wallet. Yeah, they just need
2: need to update to latest Monero code to support it. They don't need to do much on their side.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. I'm I'm sure we'll see that. I think people are excited about it.
2: Yeah, I think it will take a, not more than one two weeks from now.
1: Okay. Very exciting. All right, Matt. thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, that that's all I got. I, I feel like uh, yeah. I, re- I, I grilled you enough on, on the PTQ. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah.
2: yeah, thank you for reminding me.
1: All right, we'll be in touch. Uh, I guess perhaps you think we'll see you at, at any events in the future. I, I know there's yeah. MoneroCon My- happening, it's supposed to happen in Europe, If it's in Europe, yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Very cool, Matt. So, hope to potentially meet you in person. Yeah, looking forward. Okay. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Ciao.
0: Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. We release new episodes every week. You can find and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an Alexa device, you can tell it to listen to the latest episode of the Monero Talk podcast. Go to monerotalk.live slash subscribe for a full list of places where you can watch and listen. If you want to interact with us, guests, or other podcast listeners, you can follow us on Twitter. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show, and we're always happy to read them.